I don't have my headphones on, so I'm going to sound like crap. That's all right. Actually, you sound pretty good. Yeah, you sound fine, honestly. Uh, <laughs> How are well, you, buddy? I mean, good. everything's I, I, good, uh, which I is good. I wanted to come in earlier, but you guys were on a roll, so I didn't want to bother you guys. Great interview, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Janaya's great. Yeah, we're really yeah. good chatting with her. Uh, and by the way, thanks to uh, thanks to Steve from uh, from Smash Wrestling. Uh, he he set that up for us, so he's he's great. He always always reaches out to us and always says, "Hey, who do you want from Smash?" So this was a, a great opportunity for for them and for us. Excellent. I just wanted to say you guys did a great show. I'm being very nice today. My mother did have a heart attack. That is not a joke. Very sorry. I'm glad to hear she's on the mend though. Yes, she's on the mend. I get I did get the guilt though. She said it was from stress of me not visiting her. <laughs> oh, she's definitely she's fine me. then. She's, she's definitely fine if she's. Uh, so yeah, you know, she, she it's a nice, nice uh, guilt, Catholic guilt, right there. <laughs> well, visit your mother, Andrew Zarian. It's been five years. I just can't. I can't get down to Florida. I can't. <laughs> I get it. Hot. It's Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's Florida. That's the reason. <laughs> It's um, like me with Hamilton. It's a little different, but it's much more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring episode of Abdullah yet. I haven't I seen it. I heard it was very quote unquote interesting. It was, and to my surprise, they used a clip of mine. You had mentioned this, yeah, yeah. So I I was told they requested the video. And and I guess like I don't know they decided not to use the video, but they used the clip of me and Lance having a conversation about Hannibal's attack on the referee. And thank God I was very appropriate on that show. It wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't a Matman episode; it was Observer. So it was a good quote. I was shocked. I was watching it this morning. My wife goes, "You're on the TV." <laughs> I was like, "That's that's never positive, you know." Uh, I don't know where that's going. Yeah, it's okay. I mean. It- you said that it was it was a good clip. You didn't say anything too outrageous, so that's always that's always good. Do you get royalties for that? Probably not. You should ask. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they could have used the video. That would have been even better. Yeah, you should you should get. I told you you need to get the the dark side slow motion shot of you just like turning around, and then you get the cry on Andrew's area. <laughs> I think Dave Meltzer uh, took all of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know what? I got to tell you, whoever they got to play Abby in those reenactments is unbelievable. I don't know who did it this time. I don't I mean, know, but I mean, how, how is there another human being that even closely resembles him? Well, if you blur the lens enough, just about anyone of that size could work. <laughs> <laughs> you get a fork and everyone's happy. It worked out. Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I unbelievable. I saw that uh, our pal, um, sorry, having a moment, <clears throat> Channing Decker is going to be uh, playing, or did play Terry Frunk in one of the oh, episodes. Very cool. So there you go. Rodney Lloyd Anthony Kelman played Abdul the Butcher. He does look like if his IMDb photo, you could you can definitely uh, take how he would he would do this. He he wrestles for uh, IWS or at least uh, used to, so that makes some sense. Okay. Oh, I'm seeing this dude. Yes, he would. Yeah. 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 Drew Onyx, by the way. Okay. There you go. That's, so it, that's, his, that's his name? I think that's his wrestling, wrestling name. name. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Very impressive. He's a big boy. He, he's good. He's from Montreal. Oh, that makes sense because it's, it's Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, yeah. I'm going to ask Shane Hawk about him. But they did it. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was interesting. It was an interesting episode. Um, 
you know, there's so much about Abdullah that they could have covered, but I know that they really wanted to get to this, uh, the, the, the Hannibal stuff. But it felt like it was kind of like skipped over a little bit, you know? I wonder if it's because they didn't have all sides of the story in this case. I don't know, you know, because the, the, the online comments were very anti-Hannibal. Very, very anti-Hannibal. Yeah. But if you don't know a thing about him, right, and you're watching this you're watching this documentary, he comes off like very likable. That if you don't know the story. Oops. I mean I mean essentially it's it's this poor guy. He worked it he worked his, his butt off to get to where he wants to be in his career and he got hepatitis and Abdullah ruined his career and didn't pay him anything. And there was no like his career was over. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And they skipped over, totally skipped over, the referee incident where, essentially, they said it was a miscommunication, and uh, the segment went on a little longer than it should have. That's literally all that was said. I, he's he said that. I remember covering after it happened, and then he put out the videos that he put out. Like that's basically what he said then, of like, oh, it wasn't my fault, miscommunication type of thing. I know there's more about him that that is out there that yeah. doesn't seem like it was covered. Don't know if I got time for an episode that paints him in in the best of, of light. You know, it was the, it was done. I wouldn't say it painted him in a positive, but it didn't paint him in anything. It's okay. if I'm watching that and I have no idea who this guy is, I have a lot of compassion for him as this poor guy lost his career. You know, there's no other story about him. There was no uh, side commentary on like, well, actually, you know, this and this and this also that, that was lacking. But I think that's more of a time, time constraint rather than, you know, a per purposeful omission. I feel like maybe it was done a certain way to get a lot of people talking about the omissions or at least just the the different sides that also exist in this that's whole possible story. too. Yeah, because that's possible too. Like, I'm really curious about the Marty Jannetty episode. That's what I want to yeah. like. That's I, I, there's so much there. You know, are they going to cover Marty Jannetty uh, admitting to murder on Facebook? I think it's all, the only thing they're going to cover is how his best friend turned on him and threw him through a barbershop window. I think that's that's as far as we're going to get in the depth. When they, well, when they talked about uh, when uh, when Husney and uh, I forget his partner's name in this whole thing, uh, when the producers talked about the season ahead, they basically said this was the most time that they'd really spent with anybody for like an extended period of time. Normally, it's like a day in, a day out with whoever they're shooting with. And with uh, Marty, I think they said they spent like a few days with him, wow. really like getting into his world and like understanding where his brain is or isn't in certain cases. I, uh, I that's amazing to me because, like, when I was a kid, I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you, Joel. I, I don't know, Jeremy. How old are you? I gotta ask one of the kids. They know the age. I'm 34. Okay, they know the age. <laughs> uh, I like I was a Marty guy. Like Marty Janetti was the rocker for me. Like that was the guy that that I thought would have the big future here. Sean was the companion there. He was the add-on. It was all about Marty. He was a thick boy that would do flips. He was great. 
So Andrew Zarian's basically admitting that he is a terrible wrestling talent scout. Who I, I'm a, I'm a was talent scout. Yeah. I, I also, <laughs> I also was a big Savio Vega fan. I thought Savio was a huge, huge star. I mean, listen, Savio should have been, but he should have been. I was a yeah. huge Savio Vega fan. Uh, I thought the repo man gimmick was brilliant. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson is the one that I, that I feel they missed out on that dude. dude had that, that freaking guy would put, knee pads on his thighs okay? <laughs> how do you not push him i was a huge ahmed johnson fan huge huge ahmed fan and also adam bomb loved adam bomb <laughs> my sid, everyone knows sid was my guy sid at least got the world title and sid at least got it twice yeah yeah right? sid, sid was fantastic ahmed johnson i legit thought like that was the dude at the time i think they thought it too I, I, I'm, you know, I, I think there, there was an alternate universe where Ahmed doesn't get injured and he actually improves and he becomes world champion. Who does he beat? So uh, Sean ain't, Sean ain't jobbing to Ahmed. Who does he Sid. beat? Sid? Maybe Sid. Sid, yeah. We can redo the whole intrepid thing with Ahmed Johnson. Did Sid and Ahmed ever wrestle? This sounds like the greatest match of all time. Uh, not if you're not talking about it, having that <laughs> You think he would inherit the uh, the Sid? Pirate? Oh, they did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh, they did. Oh, it was when Ahmed or Ahmed was Big T in WCW, which, oh. sound, which was that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's a world. fake. That's a fake universe. That's fake. No, that's yeah, but universe. that's what I want to see. Big though. T is not Ahmed Johnson. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> they were. Oh, I forgot. They were. I forgot Ahmed, Sid, and Michaels were a team at uh, In Your House Nine. You know what? I figured it out. He would have wrestled Warrior. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, I don't know if you know this. I think Joel might. I did a 45-minute fantasy booking of what if the Ultimate Warrior came back to WWE in January of 98. Okay? <laughs> this sounds amazing. I Because remember, he was offered a contract in like December of 97. It was like a five-year deal that right. they offered him. And if he took that deal, I booked him from 1998 all the way to his retirement match with Hogan. In Toronto, that rock match never happens. It's Hogan Warrior. Did Did you have the whiteboard like uh you like Sean Booker? Oliver? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did yeah, the whole, yeah. I did the whole Sean Oliver thing. No, but I did end up booking him as the higher power. <laughs> oh, there it is with the haircut or no? That rules. No, but he had like the acolyte stuff all on his chest. <laughs> he had like an upside down six six six. He had like the Charlie Manson thing going. He was all bonkers. He was crazy. It's the w, the warrior W on his well, head. Well, it, it's canon actually, if you really think about it, because a lot of his problems started after he got poisoned by Papa Shango. So the black sure. vomit actually consumes him. The poison of of uh, Papa Shango. Yes, it's the symbiote. You could bring Papa Shango back. You could do the whole thing where he kind of controls the warrior from behind. You know, he's the real higher power. Everybody's under his curse. I love all of this. Everybody oh. has everybody has like a million warrior stories. My one warrior story that I just use forever and ever on men is uh, the cookies and catering story. You guys know this one? No. So, so warrior was so health conscious, but still loved his sweets that he would eat his broccoli and and baked chicken or whatever in, in catering. And then he would grab two cookies from catering. He would crumble them up in his hand and he would sniff them, take a big whiff, and then throw them in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted, he wanted that's, a, that's a really normal guy 
that, that's a guy that's really stable in relationships. <laughs> that story is out there. I, and you know what? I, I actually, I think that Dana told the story of all people. That's even, I mean, can you imagine being married to that person? Like, oh yeah, my husband, he crushes up cookies and sniffs it and, and throws it away in disgust. And that's it. That's how he gets off on it. I, I was, listen, I, I think, you know, that guy was so wonky and so many opportunities. Uh, do you know where he was built from? Parts unknown, right? No. Originally, he was built from Queens, New York. Oh, well, that makes plenty of sense. That makes you all guys. the sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dingo warrior himself. The dingo warrior from Queens, New York. Queens, New York. <laughs> A lot of dingoes in Queens, Sir Andrew. Uh, they're running all around and they take our babies. It's like the capital. Yeah, I get yeah, it. It's a big problem here. <laughs> it's a huge problem here in Queens. Forget about forget about the crime rate. <laughs> the forget dingo about the assaults and the robbery. The, the dingoes are the big problem. Mayor Adams has <laughs> his hands full. The dingoes are the crime rate. People just don't know that. It's a big conspiracy in Queens. It's actually the dingoes who are robbing the stores. <laughs> Where do these dingoes get guns? Who cares? They're trying to take over the stores, the bodegas. Um, I, before I run, I wanted to get your thoughts. I didn't. I, I missed the beginning. What did you guys think of Blood and Guts? Joel think... called it the worst match of all time. Stop it! No, I <laughs> did didn't. Really? I really did not. He no, did. I, no, I did. Did not. you not like it? I, I I didn't say I didn't like it. I said that there. I, I like actually. I like the first Blood and Guts better, but also uh, I I didn't enjoy how production missed a bunch of uh, pretty important spots. Uh, I, and I gave commentary credit for putting over the uh, putting over the finish, which was missed. And that is the John Moxley being the one who actually threw in the towel proverbially, who gave up for Yuya instead of Yuya giving up while he was being choked out by everyone in the elite. That hey, I like. What did you call him? Yuya. Did I call him Yuya? Sorry, Yuda. Yuda. Sorry, we, had, we just had, uh, I was thinking Yokai. And then Yoya and Yoya, Yuya Yamora, Yuya Yamora, because I called him Wheeler Yoda for like last month. Sorry, I meant yes. We're a super professional here, everybody. Way too many, way too many. Listen, I am. I according to I am the host of Wrestling Observer Live. You know, I have to keep it. I have to keep it as unprofessional as possible. Wheeler Yella. I I I agree with you. They missed a lot. I asked somebody. They said it had to do with the second ring setup. It was awkward to shoot yeah that makes sense and again if you don't have people who are super used to doing a style like that and again it only comes like once a year i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bury production for this it's just like some things probably could have been mapped out a little better and this goes back to the whole like the moves list and the the way that it's going to be good for production and the coaches to communicate with each other and get those big spots Uh, i think that's just stuff that's again on their learning curve as a company that's still young compared to literally all the other ones on tv out there what did you guys think of Abushi? Not his best. I he, love was, he was a thick boy. I love Kota Abushi, one of my top five favorite wrestlers to watch. And it's not his best performance. But look, that man came in just shoot punching everybody. I was a fan of that. <laughs> love me a good potato punch. You know what was awkward, yeah, though? At the end, what, what the hell were him and Moxley talking about? Hey, you want to be a tag team? I don't know. He went over to Moxley and he started like yelling at him and Moxley gave him like the most normal, like, yeah, man, it's whatever. Like I, I couldn't make out what he was saying. He's probably like, you, Hey, I'm going to go take a bump into these tacks after the camera shut off. Is that okay? And Moxley's just like, I was going to do it, but you do it. Okay. <laughs> Fucking took a bump on the tacks. Unbelievable. 
Oh, that's just yeah. It was the match was the match it was, was fun. I, I really I gotta tell you though, I watched it in a very unique way. My wife and kids were down in Florida when my mother had the heart attack, which is a whole separate level. So they it. could visit her, but not you, Andrew. Yeah, they, they went down to visit her. And <laughs> I I watched this in my tub. All in, I was having a bubble bath. Okay, yeah. Th- this is the real scoops that we need. Is this Andrew is Zarian a scoops, bath bomb okay? guy? Are you a I, bath bomb I, person? I like a I like a bath bomb, but I also have like this very like boutique-y bubbles for relaxation. I had a big bubble bath and I sat down with my screen and I and I may or may not have taken a uh, 25 milligrams of a of a beautiful edible <laughs> and I just lost my mind watching these grown adults bleed all over the place while I'm taking the most sensual of bubble baths. AEW's blood and guts, Andrew Zarian's bubbles and edibles. I, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's it's such a contrast of life. These people are beating the shit out of each other. I'm playing holistic music in the back, in the tub. I feel this is the best way to watch. I'm super jealous. Yeah, I think I had Lord Huron playing. <laughs> It was a very nice and calm bath. You're just My like lights were purple in the bathroom. <laughs> it sounds lying amazing. There. You're just lying there, just like laughing, just like <laughs> a bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out a bed of nails, and Andrew Andrew Zary just got his jet tub running, like just soaking in it. I'm gonna share something with you guys. Um, I found footage of my old Taekwondo instructor that Rich and I. That's how Rich and I met. I don't know if you know this, Joel. I didn't know this. I did Rich not. Rich and I met at Taekwondo when I was 13 or 14. He was maybe like 15, 16. And our instructor, they were carnies from Greece, okay, from Crete. Not, I'm not exaggerating. Like they were carnival workers. And they were gymnasts. And they would do the bed of nails gimmick and the brick on the head with the hammer gimmick. I have all the footage. I'm going to post it on Twitter. And they would make us do these these like worked, like 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 essentially we would choreograph a wrestling match of like you know hurricanes and monkey flips and all these like like takedowns and I have all the footage and this is how I was trained so of course I like professional wrestling and of course I watch blood and guts in a bathtub this is all from my from from trauma from my childhood. <laughs> The, uh, the worst I, I look forward to seeing. Yeah, it. I'm gonna post it today. I, I found the footage. I'm looking for the audio, but it, it 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 it's remarkable. The video. Just don't don't find the audio. Just do your own commentary over top of the original video. On top of it, I should do that. I should do that. I think that's while I'm way. in the tub. While you're in the tub on edibles, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rewatching that it. needs to be a podcast, Joel. That oh, has to be a podcast. It does. People do listen. I've been saying it for a while. You know that that Monday Night Raw official Twitch podcast that they do, the sidecast. Yeah, just, it should have just been Alpha Academy in a hot tub for three hours watching Great. Raw and talking about it. I'm into Joel, it. Joel, nobody knows about this except for you. You are the only person that watches this thing every week <laughs> to see if it changes at all, and it doesn't. The only thing that changed this week is that Megan Morant's at home because she donated a kidney, and she still decided to be on the show. Are you kidding me? I don't <laughs> know that. Oh, that's yeah, unbelievable. She, yeah, she donated a kidney, I think, a week or two ago. And yeah. then, yeah, and then she was on the sidecast this Monday. And she just looked, I'm not going to say she looked miserable, but, but she was just like, she was at home watching Raw. And it was just very strange and very surreal. She's just hanging out at home watching. Unbelievable. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's what happened. So that's the All right, boys. Thank you, Andrew Zarian, for your. Right, thank I can't you very wait to much. Tell... Always a pleasure. Thank you, buddy. Can't wait to tell Goodbye. Kyler Bye, about this interview. Bye, Jeremy.